What up, what up? Ooh, half a bottle later. What up, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, we opened that one last yeah, week. You right. Oh, yeah, this is. You right. You right. <laughs> I think. I'm so confused. <laughs> it's, been, yep. girl, it's only Tuesday, bro. I feel like it's been, it's the longest week ever, and it's only Tuesday for me, man. I know, man. And, and we've, been, we've been going lately. We've been late a few weeks. We had the, the, we had the holiday. I had, you know, stressed out at work shit. And we've been going a day later or two days later. So, yeah, man. It, it's actually a short week, but it feels long. Yeah. It's bizarre. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it doesn't it feels matter. weird, man. Yeah. We- Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Carbon Footprint Podcast, episode 125. He is Juan and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit them with the deliciousness of the day. Oof, this is good. It took us a lot of experimenting, bro. <laughs> Yo, we that, was in this bitch like Oppenheimer. <laughs> Just throwing shit together, hoping, hoping for an explosion. <laughs> Finish the drink, you'd be like, nope, that ain't it. <laughs> yeah. We was walling, bro. But what started off as one thing is completely shifted. We call it raspberry water. Uh... It, fuck man now I gotta remember okay so we did two shots of tequila we did the Dobel Diamante tequila it's, it's pretty good it's not as smooth as some of the stuff we've had on here obviously but it's a good mix it's, it's a, a good, good mix yeah. tequila uh, it's okay I think to sip too but yeah it's pretty good so Dobel Diamante um, so we did two shots of that we did half a shot of the Cassius de Creme mm-hmm. which is the raspberry liqueur from, from Baron uh, oh no actually Baron de Castorac why do I keep calling it Cassius de Creme I don't know that's that's the other one we had those pomegranate I think or something I don't know you mentioned that earlier and I was like damn that must be the small print that was the tequila talk <laughs> <laughs> ignore me so two shots of the tequila half a shot of the Baron de Castorac which is the raspberry liqueur we did half a shot of agave simple syrup and then we uh, a whole lime. We squeezed in a whole oh, lime. Yes, we did. Uh, you can also muddle the lime, which we found makes it taste way better. If you just muddle the lime at the bottom of the glass and build it in the glass, muddle the, the lime with first, the agave. With the agave, yeah. and then add the tequila, the Baron de Castorac, and then fill it up with ice, and then top off with Topo Chico, which is uh, mineral water. Uh, and which sparkling th- there's, mineral. yeah, there's very little Topo Chico. In this yeah. <laughs> Topo Chico is uh, <laughs> it's the, optional. Yo, the original recipe <laughs> called for like I think somewhere between six to eight ounces. <laughs> we got a splash in this bitch <laughs> at best. It's a, it's a, it's a topper. <laughs> so let me <laughs> let let me restate that again. All over the place. So take uh take a glass, throw in two halves of limes. Pour in the half a shot of agave, muddle all that together. Pour in the half of uh, ounce of the Baron de Castorac. Pour in two shots of the tequila, uh, and then put in the ice. Stir it. Top off with Topo Chico. Stir it a little bit again. You can garnish with a lime. You don't have to if you build it with the limes at the bottom, and then uh, enjoy it. It tastes amazing. Yeah, it's just like, good. Oh, so so. Good. Could you sub the Topo Chico with club soda? You you could probably could yeah right? you probably could or any other mineral water really like, okay but yeah I think like club a soda, Perrier or some shit. yeah yeah you definitely could so you try it we did the Topo Chico yeah man. you know we're, the splash tastes all right we went, we went a little Hispanic on it we went yeah we sure did man because I wanted to keep with the Mexican roots uh, of the um, <laughs> is, let me see what Topo Chico from they're probably Mexican too. I don't know what's up. Yeah, Monterey, Mexico. Yeah, it is. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we we keeping with the same uh, ingredients. We supporting the same region of the world. Absolutely. Except for 
Our raspberry liqueur is probably French or some shit. Let me see. Product of France, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Batman. On that, let me uh, hit you up with my cover flipping of the week. It is going out to OpenAI as a company. Okay. They have developed this thing called Chat GPT. Take note, people. Mm-hmm. This shit is essentially you're chatting. It's it's a it's sort of more, sort of like a an ability to chat with an artificial intelligent computer. Essentially, That's smarter than you. Yeah, and <laughs> you can ask it to do stuff like write paragraphs, write whole essays. Fix your computer code. Um, and the list goes on. And it does it almost seamlessly, it man. It does it, it, it. No, no. This thing, it starts typing. So after you ask the question, it starts typing in real time in front of you. It's nuts, man. And it, like, so I was just playing around with it. I, I didn't do anything crazy, but like, um, I asked it, like, you know, uh, give me a paragraph on the history of Kissimmee. Or give me a paragraph on the history of the U.S. And it gave a very good paragraph on the history of each of those in a matter of maybe five seconds, maybe Is ten it, seconds. And it's not plagiarized. It's like an original paragraph. I guess. I, I mean, like, like we, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's taken dude, somewhere. Dude, what do you have to do if you have to write a paper now? Well, that's it. But what is that shit? Remember, and, and I know I use it in college. It was like you had to submit it through something. Yeah, yeah, and they check how many words of it yes. match uh, other sources on the internet. That's what I'm saying. I'm Correct. wondering if this is pulling from the internet, but is it multiple sources? And that, and that, and that the tool. Dan, I wish I could remember what we're talking about, but or uh, what it's called. But what it would do is it would you couldn't have over a certain percentage, and it would yeah. tell you you have X percent from this and X percent from this, and, and you just have to make sure you keep it on the ten percent overall. Right. <laughs> But yeah, this yeah, is dude. crazy. So this thing was nuts, man. And I was and so like I was like for me, I'm I'm going like I have I have three sons, as you know. And um one of them is just like doesn't think school is valuable at all. And and kinda like tries to tries to get around doing work okay. for school. And I'm going, with this tool to have to have to write papers and shit, I'm like it it literally wrote it. It can write it for you. Um, I saw I saw a couple videos on this thing, and it was like there were even uh, coders that you could put in the code and go, "What's wrong with my code?" And it would tell you. And it told them, and it, and it, and then give you an explanation of why. And it, you can also tell it to give you photos, right? Like this is the thing where you oh, go, "Oh, make uh, do a photo with me as a lemur," and it will oh, do no, a mix. No. It's a different one. So right? Open AI, AI does something like that. Okay. I forget what it's called, but, but you yes. can create original art just yeah. telling it what you want. Yeah, you can like give me a picture of a line with wings, and yes. it'll literally just make a photo of a line. Yep. Yeah, I saw one that was like, uh, "Show me an astronaut on horseback." Yeah, and, and it'll it just was, make and it. it. Yeah, it just yeah. makes it. It's crazy, man. So this this shit, man, and and I was looking at this so r- really quick. It was released on November thirtieth. Um, in the first five days, over a million people um, signed up because you had to sign up for it. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, I downloaded an app that didn't work, but then if I just went to the Open AI website and then kind of went in that way and signed in with Google, then then it worked. Um, 
What was the other thing? Uh, th their mission statement, OpenAI mission statement, is to ensure that artificial general intelligence benefits all of humanity. Now, what I got to thinking on this was like, kind of like the internet, right? If you have all of the answers at your fingertips, A, what is your incentive to, to learn anything? And then B, don't the things that you learn affect the decisions you make over your life? And then so maybe without that knowledge, you are making different decisions. And then with this, are you essentially like as this advances, are you asking this things, this thing more, more uh, like, hey, what should I do in the case of X or Y or Z? And then you have almost like the AI kind of run your life. Again, I, I was kind of going on a rabbit hole with this, this, this whole like idea That's of just great question. Yeah. just like, how far does this go where you go? Eh, like, you know, I don't really feel like you know, fucking dressing myself today. Right. Oh, you know, like, what should I wear? You know, or what's a good combination of, 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 of colors to wear. And it's like, Oh, pick up fucking blue pants and, uh, and, uh, you know, and a salmon shirt. And yeah, like, what's the shoes, balance right? between like, convenience and lazy and also, right. and then what are the unintended consequences of that, right? Because we live in a society now where there's unintended consequences of convenience um, and access to information and all, you know, like, I don't know, like people would say that because of phones, people are less social or, and some people would argue you're more social. And so yep. what are the unintended consequences? That's a good, I, I hadn't even thought of that, man. Like what is, do you have a dumber society? Because it's like dumber, but smarter because the answers to everything is at their fingertips, but they just don't know it off the top of their head. And so their decision-making is, is impacted because it's reliant on this AI yeah. And then maybe this is what people mean when they're saying, you know, AI is going to take over the world. Like it's going to overtake humans because, um, because we're going to let it. Cause we'll let it. Yeah. Right. It's going to be an alien, you know, like we, you can apply this to everything in life, right? Like the more convenient you make something, the worse we get at it. Right. Like we're, we're worse at, do, you know, like there's certain things for manual labor. We suck at now because machines do it. And so there isn't that craftsmanship behind and it. And they do it so much better. They do. They're like, oh, dude, and I, they're way more efficient. It's so funny. My daughter asked me this question in the car the other morning. We were driving to, um, to school, and she goes, "Humans are the only things." She's like, "Hey," and I'm sure she saw it on like a meme or some YouTube short or whatever. But she's like, "Yeah, you know, like humans are the only humans aren't are incapable of being precise, but they can build things that are." And I was like, wow. "Huh." I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a interesting. Pretty good, yeah, man. it's pretty good. Like, um, she's like, and I and I asked her. I'm like, so do you think we ever will be, or do you think you know, like, um, because you know, inevitably we're gonna have like you know, Neuralinks, or we're gonna have bionic limbs, or we're gonna have you know. I'm like, so then precision does increase with these things that are sort of like artificial. She's like, do you think we're gonna have like chips in our brains? Like, and I'm like, yeah, I think yes. it's inevitable. It's she's happen, like. Bro. Then yeah, <laughs> and it was it was a fascinating conversation. That like nine in the morning, you're just like driving to school, and I'm just like, it's kind of heavy for like <laughs> yeah, with, with your thirteen with the thirteen year old yeah, who's just like asking me all these things, and I'm like, wow, I hadn't really thought about that. And she's like, yeah, we're like we build these things that are super precise, but we're like incapable of like doing what those machines do, but we can make them. It's weird, and I'm like. It is weird. I never thought about that. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's true. It's so strange, man. I was like, I never thought about it from that perspective. But I think that also with, with, with humans, like we we see a lot of the gray area, right? Everything is not black and white. 
and we see a lot of the gray area and a lot of decisions that we make um, are, are, are based on um, not only our knowledge, but but our experiences and our feelings about certain things. And so we may choose to maybe not, I don't know, do the the, the precise thing because we're going, ah, you know what, that might hurt somebody's feelings. So I'm going to kind of do a little bit less. So, you know, I'm going to go a little bit left. Or I'm going to go a little bit right. Instead of going straight down, straight down the middle. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny, man, because I like uh, when I had the Tesla yep. and you did the autopilot thing. And I remember like just sitting there staring at it sometimes going like, this is crazy. Like it's driving me. Yeah, it's dope. And then there's times where it would move out of the way. And like, you know, like in relation to this, it's like I was a significantly worse driver when I stopped driving the Tesla. Because really? I became, oh my God, I became so reliant on the convenience of it. Wow. And so, you only had it for what, six months? Yeah. Six months? I was horrible for like a month. Be- and I'll tell you why. It was, and I know this is bad, I could text while I was driving because the car was going to save me. The car would break if something came across, whether it was a person, a car, an animal, whatever, right, the car would stop. Right. The car would change lanes. The car would, like, it was... I could, I literally didn't have to pay attention as long as, and even the, so there's a subscription, right? That Tesla makes you pay to do the full autonomous driving, but even its version of like cruise control is good enough to where it does everything for you. And so, bro, I I literally had red lights. I could be doing anything and the screen would tell me that the light turned green, like, and it would ping me to go, Hey bro, you need to go. And if I had it on full self-driving mode, in some areas, because it was still in beta, it would just start driving. So, like when I got a when I got a car that didn't have that, I was horrible because I became so reliant on the right. oh it'll change lanes for me, oh I don't have to look up, oh I don't have to like brake, oh, I don't like I relied on it like literally I could be distracted, it'll stop, or it'll beep at least it'll give me a warning before and I know to stop. Did you find that you were still like texting yes, in the new car because I was oh, so used to it? Wow, yeah, bro. absolutely, man. I was yeah, texting all stupid. the time. It's stupid. <laughs> It's an asinine <laughs> thing to do, 100%. But it was like, I caught myself going, oh, fuck, I don't have that anymore. Right, right, right. And I had to learn that a few times where I'm like, oh, shit, and I'm slamming my brakes. And I'm like, I be- never considered that. Because the car that I have now warns me, but it doesn't stop, yeah. right? Like, but And in some ways, when you're rolling, the warning is too late if yep. you're going 40. But like the tesla would like literally just start slowing down way before you needed the thing and then the tesla would literally if something crossed your path it would like avoid accidents it would literally move itself out of the way now there were moments where i went okay i could see how this causes accident because it it, it relied a lot on lines on the street right so if you got to places where the street like merged or it opened up let's say like you were coming onto a highway and suddenly it opened up to three lanes it didn't know which one to go to and so sometimes it would like it would literally pull really hard to the right because it was trying to find the the you know a lane with two lanes really quickly like it would and it didn't know so they needed to work that out but you're like they'll figure that out at some point so those are moments but even when it did it if a car came it would be like, oh shit, there's a car there, and it would just veer you back. Like so, those are the accidents that I think could happen. And it's funny because people always call out the accidents that happen with Tesla, the yes, full self driving and all that. Of course, but I go, but how many humans cause accidents that day? Like, you, like the one that the Tesla it's caused insane. made the news, but there was a million humans out on the road that day. A thousand right. of them crashed. You know, like so. Of course, it makes the news, but I, I, because of the convenience that that offered me, it made me a dumber driver. Absolutely. That's crazy. It made but, me a but worse could, driver. But you could argue that that it made you more productive in other areas. 
Absolutely, because what I felt like, and I would tell people all the time, was I felt like the people who live in, like, uh, say, New York, where you can get on a subway and you can write a, and you can read a book and you can answer emails and you can do all this stuff. Now, it's a shitty way to spend your time if you're doing work or whatever, right. but I was more productive because I was doing everything else but the driving in some cases, like, or at least I could, I could sort of relax. Or if I was tired, it's like, huh, like, again, the car was going to save me from me. And so it was really convenient. But what what happened was, is when I wasn't driving that car, yeah. I sucked, dude. Like I was wow, horrible. Bro. I was I was awful, man. And sometimes I got lucky that I didn't crash, um, because then I became very self aware of the fact that, like, yo, I'm really reliant right now on the convenience that came with the Tesla. Like I was horrible, man. Like yeah, and, and it took. Yeah. And now I'm and now I'm almost the total opposite. Like I I I don't have any of those conveniences. I'm a current car, so I've sort of gotten better at it. But I was horrible for like a month, man. It took me a while to get used to it. You need to go back to a car with like stick shift and roll down windows. Keep you locked and- in. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they even make those anymore? <laughs> Dude, but so what I what I did look at was was like some history, and I and I if you go back in history, um, everything that you know things like. Uh, books there was there was a point in history when when um they were mass producing books and they were like oh this is taking people's attention and it's making them you know whether they're not working as much or what have you and then it was the radio and the same thing they were like oh people are hooked hooked to this radio thing and it's it's taking all of their attention and then there was television and then there was the internet and right and then now ai is coming on and it's like a we are you know, I, I think as a, as a species, there's definitely something about us that we like things that take our attention. Yeah. Um, and then with this man, I'm just going like, I don't know where it goes, but I but I do go. This is like the genie that's not going back in the bottle, and so it's going to be like adapt or die. Yeah, 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 no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, adapt or die. Because the thing is, is that like going back to what you were saying before, it's like, are we going to be dumber? Sure, everyone is though. And so then, like, and are we? We're, we're dumb. We're, we'll be dumber in some spaces, correct? But 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 perhaps better in others. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll be, you know, like, are we better decision makers because we're relying on that and not on ourselves? And then, you know, but like you said, then there's that gray area where you need that intervention of a human being, right. To you know, to sort of step in inevitably man i think ai just gets smarter than we are i think there's so much data right that ai is gonna have to sort of like absorb and unfortunately what's gonna happen is initially we're gonna you know same thing we're talking about with the tesla we're gonna highlight the bad parts the bad things that happen the mistakes but if you measure those against the human element you know it's gonna be like you know one for 50 you know one out of 50 you know like for every human error you know or for every 50 you're gonna have one that the ai is gonna do or something like that because it's it's just a collation of everything, right? Like we only know as much as we can absorb and what our experiences are. This AI is gonna know what everybody's experiences are globally, right. like in every aspect, in every like in every socioeconomic situation, in every cultural situation, and every you know, like it's just gonna have so much information that inevitably it, over time it's gonna get better than we are. Like yeah. there's this is no way around it. Like it's just No a, doubt. But you also you're always gonna you are always gonna have to um or hopefully you would look at those things that it, whether it's telling you to do or decisions that it's making for you 
and then put that human element to it and go like, yeah, you know what? In this situation, this is probably not the best thing to do. And then do the other thing. If you blindly follow anything, fuck it, you deserve to die. No, sure. Absolutely. But then, so to play devil's advocate there, aren't there situations where you need the human element removed? Aren't there, say, business scenarios where you go, I'm going to make the human emotional decision Mm -hmm. to save a job or, you know, not upset this person or do whatever. And then, but the right decision financially or business decision is going to be the one that the AI makes. Yes, but I'll give you a pro- I'll give you an example, a real world example. Um, my father used to uh, he used to run an X ray department in New York, and I remember he told me this story one time. Of he said he had mostly uh, women underneath him, and he had a couple guys. And he goes, there was this one dude that, for whatever reason, he goes, the guy sucked at his job, mm-hmm. and he goes, when this guy would come in. Everybody else would work better. And he goes, the guy just had this infectious personality. Everybody loved to be around him. And he goes, and for some reason, people were happier when the guy was in the office. And he goes, I had every reason to fire him. But he he goes, but he made everybody else work better and faster. And he goes, and he wasn't like in a in a position to 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 motivate or to or to be in charge of people to make them work. He goes, for some reason, he just brought the mood up. Just a happy, charismatic, yeah. just yep. just brought the mood up. And he goes, and everybody pumped out more work. And everybody was happier at work when this guy was there. And he goes, is the only reason why I kept him. He goes, because he was horrible tech. <laughs> so okay, so, so use that example. Yeah. If you have AI. AI is going to look at schedules and it's going to go so-and-so is working today. And for whatever reason, productivity, right? Like in this case, like it's not going to be anecdotal, right? Like in that case, your dad's going, yo, when this guy was here, I produced more work. Mm -hmm. The AI is going to prove that. It's going to go, this guy was scheduled today. We're looking at timesheets. These people were here. And then it's even going to go, this person works harder when this person, like it's going to have, it's going to make the correlation. If it makes the correlation, right? If, yeah. it, if it gets to that point. But if you're looking, again, I think it, it depends on how you're looking at the data. If you're going, who are my top performers? And this guy is consistently performing lower than everybody else. Are you then making the, the wrong decision? Yeah, because you have to know what question to ask, right? It's like the amount of data we have. So you ever you ever watch a game on like ESPN or Fox and they tell you like the dumbest shit about somebody. They're like, oh, on, you know, on games that start before 5 p.m. Oh, yeah. on a Wednesday. And, and you're like, who the yeah. fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, where they ate hot dogs. This person's <laughs> batting four. For, and you're like, who the fuck is tracking that? Like, I feel like the AI inevitably, it's going to be so smart that you're not even going to need to know to ask it the question. It's just going to go, hey, when this guy works, productivity's up 16%. For whatever reason, like, and but here's your four top performers. But this person, for whatever reason, these people perform better when this person's here. Like, I think that inevitably it'll get to that. Like, it needs enough data to do that. But I think it's going to go. Yeah, man, like it's not going to know that people are in a better mood, but it's going to tell you like, because I don't care if they're in a better mood, if you're performing the same. But I do care if you're in a better mood, if you're not quitting as much, if your output is right. right. And so, like, I think the AI is going to go, yo, man. People quit less who work more shifts with this guy or people, 
you know, put out more work if they this person's here. Like, what's the common denominator and yeah. between uh, output and you know, like stuff like that. No. Like, I feel like inevitably and it'll get perhaps. There. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I also think that 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 human element of going, yep, like those people are happier when this guy is here. I also like, think that's what you that I think that's what you yeah that's what computers can't measure. Yeah, no, for sure. Like like anecdotally, like when you're looking at it, you can't measure that. Um. Oh, but but. What if eventually you're measuring shit like serotonin? I mean, yeah. and dopamine levels, and you know what I mean, shit like that. Yeah. If you're measuring that, then yeah, yeah. Because we're all gonna have chips in us <laughs> at some point, and all this shit. They're gonna be like, "Yo, so and so's adrenaline is high," or you know, like you right, said, their serotonin right. levels are high, or their cortisol levels are high. When right. you know, like this person stresses them the fuck out, or yep. that, you know, like no, it's a good point. Like that's gonna, that's inevitable. Like in our lifetime, like I, you know, it's funny. Like I, I've talked to a lot of people over time. It's like uh, when we talk about Neuralink, yep. and they're just like. You know, I'm not doing it. And I'm one of those, like, yeah, I'm not doing that, like, unless I have to in terms of, like, if I'm not a paraplegic or whatever, like, something that can help me. But I feel like at some point I'm going to be at a competitive disadvantage in my lifetime if I don't have one. Because I'm in. I'm in. in So then I go, I'm in. Like, yeah, Yeah, because if you're telling me I could download a language and know it, then fuck yeah. If you're telling me, like, because at this point, like. I, I, you know, it's your brain, right? So the downsides are like limitless of in terms of like Correct. what what the long term effects are going to be. But if you're telling me like someone's vetted this out, like whatever, you don't see anything, and it's ten years in, it's like yo, this shit works, it's awesome. You go, yo, I'm at a competitive disadvantage to not have one. And honestly, if I'm thinking about it, like it sounds kind of fun. Like I want to know everything. I want to be able to say, hey, I know this that. Especially for someone like me, man, I have this like, and I've we've talked about this on here before. I want to try and do so much that I feel like something like this gives me the ability to experience that. Right. Like I want to learn as many languages as I yeah, can. Yeah. It's like, it's I like wanna... uh, limitless. It like is. Yeah. 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 So like I'm one of these people who I'm like, man, I want to touch and feel and experience and, and and like as much as I possibly can because I probably have you know whatever many years on this earth. I'm like. Does this give me the ability to maximize that time? If it does, then fuck yeah. Is it less time reading a book? Be, and then I, that's more time I get to spend doing something else and I'm in. If it's You know, like, it's all these yeah, things where I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I feel like, in it, like initially we're all going to be a little sort of weary of it, but inevitably we're all going to be at a disadvantage because, like, if everyone has it, then, you know, and, you know, on the flip side of that, it's the person that doesn't have it, do we then... Is there going to be a point in time where the emotional person is the sort of more sought after because there's a decision that it needs to be made that you want that and now they become the rarity? Or are they the outcast? Right. But in either way, like we know like outcast yeah. or, you know, rare is sort of like a, a, a valuable yeah, in a sense. It's a commodity. Yeah, it's a commodity. Yeah. It's a perfect uh, word for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. That that's uh that whole thing is gonna be yeah, man. I feel like we could go man. like freaking hours. That, on that was the shit, longest. Car- that was the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> All right, man. What you got, dude? I, my, listen, my comment for this week. I wrestled with a few, um, I, and I picked Deion Sanders, man. And I don't know. We we've, we've talked a little bit about Deion here before. I think maybe with Jackson State and Did some we? of the things. He's I mean, done. oh yeah, I think so. I, but so. You know, Deion Sanders, obviously legend, you know, primetime, you know, uh, just prolific NFL career, baseball career. Yeah. Uh, just just a, one of the Bo Jackson type athletes of our generation, I think. Um, uh, 
a legend. I, I mean, Deion Sanders was, was was amazing, but he's a head coach now of Jackson State, or was a head coach of Jackson State and HBCU. Um, did a lot for HBCUs. There's so many things now that I think are a direct um, sort of, uh, 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 I guess, attributed to Deion Sanders' time as a head coach for an HBCU, which is like there's things like HBCU invitationals. There's more money being poured into HBCUs. There's more, um, you know, we've talked on here about athletes committing to historically black colleges. Um, so Deion Sanders changed that perception and then uh sort of put hbcus on the map now there's a lot of things with hbcus that they need help with they have lower alumni um donation rates and we all know that uh, especially for athletic programs they rely heavily on alumni donations i think that's you know that's that's uh, part of that is lower graduation rates part of that is lower wealth in the black community but part of that is also just they just don't do it right like uh uh historically or i guess um the legacy rich whites quote unquote, are um, will donate to their alma maters. Right. Will will contribute a lot of that. I I think that uh, for, for the and I, and I'll take just blacks. I'll say just minorities in general. Like wealth is sort of new money to us to to minorities, and so I think we we haven't gotten to the stage where we go. I'm going to donate to my alma mater. I'm going to donate to build this yeah. hospital ward. I'm going to donate to build this college of this or this library or this uh, uh, sports facility or X, you know X Y Z. So we'll get there. We're just not there yet because we just got money, and so when we get money, we go. All right, how do we keep money and how do we do right. all this? Other? You know, we're not at that point, so we will get there. But anyway, so I say this to say, like, Deion Sanders did a lot to change HBCUs, to bring in more money to HBCUs, to bring in uh, exposure to HBCUs, which the exposure alone will lead to bigger, better things. You know, they're on TV and whatnot. Um, had two great years, just finished an undefeated season. Um, didn't, and then, didn't they win there? Did they I think win they there, won their championship. Right? I think two championships in a row in the SWAC or whatever that conference is. I think it's D3. It's really small. Yeah, yeah so, again... Um, Small school, small dollars, small but he everything. Had, but he even got um, really good athletes to commit. Yes, to, because he's Deion the, Sanders. It's him. And one of the things I love is he got. Uh, he also got a lot of these like Insta thoughts, these famous chicks to go and give speeches to his boys about how they take advantage of athletes. Yes, um, which is so great. That's what we talked about on here. Yes, before. Brittany yes. Renner. <laughs> he had her bring. Which I'm like, again, it's great because like he's been there. He's like, bro, you're going to get these girls who are going to throw themselves at you. And they're going to, you know, this and that. Don't be stupid. And you know, and he brings in a girl going, yeah, bro, I'm praying on guys like you because of blah, 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 blah. You're going right. to be an athlete one day. You're going to make money. You're going to do this. Hey, I'm trying to get pregnant. Or I'm trying to, you know, whatever it is. Like, he brought her in. And she's pretty, like, open about that. I think it was Brittany Renner. I don't remember. I think it was her. But so, like, anyway, but he did that. That was unthinkable before, you know, Deion Sanders Absolutely. did it. Um, so, anyway, so he does this, and then he gets a job offer from, he entertained several schools. I think Florida International was one, or Florida okay. Atlantic, one of those. And then, um, no, USF. I'm sorry, USF. So, he was oh, in contention okay. for the USF job. And then Colorado. And he chose Colorado. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. Over USF? <laughs> over USF? Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people were knocking him for a like being a sellout, quote unquote. Also, the speech he gave to his kids, to the kids at Colorado, I did not, I did not hear this speech. You absolutely need to go and watch it. It's probably five to eight minutes. Of, oh damn it, we can't play it's it. It's an introductory. It's long. <laughs> I would play it. That's long. That's long, dude. It's so good. Like it's so good. It's also cringy in moments. It's also like oh shit in moments. But it's also so, I think. So uh, authentically him, and I think it, it did what it was supposed to, which is he wants kids to quit. Like, he's trying to push you there. He's trying to push you to enter the transfer portal. He's trying to, like, um, 
And he's trying to make the news because he knows that the publicity in college football is everything. Like you're trying to recruit, like especially now that kids can leave schools year to year to year, they can enter the yeah, transfer yeah. portal. Like it's a popularity contest every year, and you're basically looking for clout every year. Like he goes into this room of kids, and by halfway through, bro, I was ready to run through a wall for this guy <laughs> because he would say something, and then he would follow it with "I'm coming." So he would be like. You guys aren't going wearing. You're not going to be wearing hats to meetings anymore in two months. I'm coming. You're not going to be sitting out here putting this shitty product that your parents in this school had to put up with for two uh, for two the last uh, two decades. I'm coming. And then he would say something else, and he would just follow it. I'm coming. And the whole time, but by the end of it, I was like, I'm coming. Let's go. I was like, <laughs> but he, dude, he goes like, some of you guys. I'm coming with luggage, so your positions are already filled, so you better answer, uh, enter the transfer portal. I'm coming. And then he would just, like, everything. He would just, like, follow with this. So, first, like, some people thought it was, like, mean-spirited. Right. Because he was basically like, yo, you guys. And he brought up some good points. He goes, like, yo, look at this facility. Because you guys have this amazing facility at Colorado. You know what the kids in Jackson would do, and Jackson State would have done for this? Which, by the way, he got Jackson State a new facility. Oh, he did. He got them donations to build a world-class facility. Yeah. Because, he, you know, he did that. But he goes, you guys have this shit and that's the garbage that you do on the field. You know how many people would kill for that? And so he's telling these kids, like, you suck. And, I, like, outright, just, again, not sugarcoating it, not anything. And I respect it. And I and I I think that one of the things that stood out to me were the fact that people were calling him a sellout. And people were saying that he was, um, uh, I guess, that he sort of stopped the movement for the HBCU. I go, no, right. man. He handed the baton over to whoever's next. Like, he got it to a certain point. And then, of course, he needs to jump to the next level because it isn't just about HBCUs. I think it's about moving the entire culture forward. Obviously, he wants to get paid and he wants to build a program. He wants to win a national title. And you're not going to be able to do that at Jackson State, right? Like, you're not, like, realistically, you're not going to compete for, you know, you went 12 and 0, you won two championships two years in a row. You're nowhere near right. He would, I wonder how long he would have to stay there in order for them to, like, jump conferences. Decades. Now, why are there no HBCUs part of any major conference? Uh, d- underfunded, right? Like, is that so, what it is? And, yeah, because you don't, you don't. So you, you're underfunded, which is interesting. Kids don't commit. The best athletes don't commit because you're a smaller school. You don't have the sexiness. You don't have the appeal. And then so then those schools don't compete at that level. They don't have the funding to be able to compete at that level. Which wow. he might change that or his motion might change that but to me it's like someone else picked that up now and run with it like whoever he appointed to be the new head coach at jackson state like hey man i gave you the blueprint listen not everyone is deon sanders i think that's the deal there's not everyone is deon sanders and then you're telling from from your speech you're telling the kids hey like the you guys that are really talented like you're coming like the calls coming to yeah. you, you know. So you're gonna take away talent. So I I I do see that side of it, um, but I also see like Dion's trying to build whatever Dion's vision is, and I and I think you have to kind of separate yourself from the whole fact that he's black to the fact that this is a man who has been. You know who who has had goals his whole life. I mean, I followed this guy from college, right from when yeah. he was a fucking seminal, and the dude has had a phenomenal career. has has been in the media, you know, from from the time he was in college, and to my recollection, bro, and I could be wrong, I don't remember this guy getting in trouble. No, I mean he was always like 
he was the flashy dude. He was the he was flashy always, dude. Yeah. Always out in the clubs and whatever. But I don't remember, you know, like there's no legal he, he issue. No Ray, he no, he no Ray Lewis. Nope. You know what I mean? Like he didn't have anything that was uh, that was incriminating. And then and then he's always been like a, you know, he's like a he's a, he's a Christian guy, right? And he's always kind of going gone off of those morals. And if and if you're a parent sending your kid to to play sports, like. This is the guy you want your kids to play for. Absolutely, man. Like, like this is the guy you want your kids to play for because as an athlete, he's a legend. Like, right. just, just there's no matter how good and he's probably good, faster than half of them on the yep. field. I says, no matter how <laughs> how good your kid is, he's not Deion Sanders, right? <laughs> and so, like that. But then I also, you, know, I think I look at this man and I look at this the same way. I hate that we do this to somebody like Dion because this isn't any different than any other job. Any other CEO, Correct. Correct. right? Like if, if if you're a CEO of Disney, uh, let's say Disney as an example, and or actually no, not Disney. If if you're a smaller media company, right, and you're and you're a minority CEO, and you build this media company to be this empire, and then Disney comes knocking, and they want you to run Disney now, should you not go run Disney? You should now? Absolutely go. Absolutely. Should. And in the private sector, it wouldn't even be looked upon as anything but that, right? Mm-hmm. But when you are in these, you know, when you're in sort of like the, the, the public eye, it's, it's, that's when you get the most scrutiny. And, and it's like, man, like all of us would do the same shit. Absolutely. And like I said, and I think Dion has a vision of, of what he wants his life to be. And he's slowly fulfilling that. Absolutely. And I think he, and I think the reason I'm giving him the carbon footprint is because I think he has changed HBCUs because there are things like, HBCU invitationals for basketball where these kids get to showcase their talents and granted maybe big schools are going to poach them but what it also does is it gives them exposure to sponsors right like he's gotten sponsors from big name companies corporations that give money to the school he's built that facility I think that doesn't go away right now unless they blow it right like the people now sort of the gatekeepers of the HBCUs like it's your job it, and and I do think it's shifted because I do think part of this is also, and we've talked about this here before with some of the basketball guys, is the internet has allowed you, social media has allowed you to not have to go to Duke. You can go to an HBCU and put a highlight reel on your Instagram right. and still get the notoriety that you would have if you went to North Carolina or you went to a Duke or you went to Kentucky. So, like, I think Dion has laid this blueprint out, and if these people sort of take that baton and keep running with it, we are inevitably going to have an HBCU, I think, that will be able to compete on the main stage. We'll get top recruits, and we're going to look back at this moment and go, oh, shit, Dion started this. And so it's it's like, like a preemptive sort of um, carbon footprint because I think he's going to change the landscape of college football because in a sport that is predominantly black, you would think that the black colleges um, – are are at the forefront and they're not but there's a lot of reasons for that it isn't just right. Deion sanders man there's so many reasons again and i think alumni donation rates was a big part of it and i it's know a, a lot of that part of it it's actually, the man. it's the biggest part of it yeah I, actually because if you think about dude jerry jones donates a shit ton of money to whatever college, i think it was oklahoma state or one of those a shit ton so and that's why these guys have world-class facilities and all this stuff like and they're able to pay head coaches because that's the other thing colorado doesn't even have the money to pay Deion sanders right now is that and, right? Dude, the, the AD admitted we don't, but we will because we have Deion Sanders now. So it's essentially like our donations are going to go up. And I have, dude, <laughs> two years, if if not next year. That's like an investment. Like it, it's, it's an investment. It's an investment. It's like you're hoping this pays off and they gave him a decent contract. And, and it will. And it will. It absolutely will because if not next season, the season after, his, that team's ranked. There's no way around it. 
That team is absolutely a top 25 team in the country within two years. If if not next year, like, and then they're in a conference where they they they'll have a schedule that will allow them to dive into that college playoff system, especially when they do the expansion. So what is it? Eight teams, twelve teams they're doing in the. It's like twelve. Yeah, bro. yeah. So he'll definitely get into that in his lifetime in Colorado unless something crazy happens. Like, there's no way that he doesn't. So, uh, yeah, man. So so shout out to him. Shout out. I think this is this isn't the end of what's happened for HBCU. I think he kicked it off, and you know, hopefully. The momentum keeps building, and hopefully, I think the black community, the alumni, especially those that go on to do well, will look back and take care of those schools. And because, again, a lot of this is alumni donations, and and I think that's the biggest problem HBCUs. And again, I understand that a lot of this is new wealth, and so they're not wealthy enough to give money to schools in that capacity. But hey, man, if you can give, you know, a thousand dollars. Or, you know, that shit adds up. Or you can give $2,000. It starts to add up over time. Um, And I feel like uh, this is sort of the firecracker that kicks it all off. You know, hopefully Dion was. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see, man. Dude, let's uh, stay with uh, sports. um, sports, (laughs) I guess it's kind of sports related. (laughs) Uh, Brittany Griner. What? She got freed this week. I was going to say, we won't talk about prisoners here. (laughs) Will you? Dude, Brittany Griner got freed this week, man. And so, and and not only was she freed from Russia, but she was freed in a swap for that like major arms dealer. Like this dude was essentially giving, uh, like dealing weapons to, um, I guess to, to 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 folks that were not fighting for Russia, but was sort of allies of Russia. Dude, isn't this the guy that the Nicolas Cage made the movie about? Yes, what was the, the name? The Lord of War. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. With great movie, <laughs> I never seen it. Oh, it's phenomenal because Nicolas Cage is the same guy in every movie. He's awesome. I love Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I know what I'm getting. He's consistent. I love Nicolas Cage. <laughs> but dude, so the other, the other thing of this was like they, we you know there was that 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 businessman slash um, former marine that was uh, that's over there for espionage since 2018. Whalen. Yes. So he wasn't part of the deal. It was literally a one for one. And um, so on the first thing, I'm just going, that's not a fair deal. (laughs) Well, and according and and I believe this. First of all, I think that this is so much more complex than we'll ever understand. Oh, the 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 global, uh, I I think, stakes that are, you know, here. And if I'm Russia, I'm not giving him up either because he's the military guy that I'm charging espionage, not some basketball player. So I understand it. And according, but you know, he was a businessman when that shit occurred. And like he wasn't like some he wasn't some like marine soldier that went over there to do some shit. But and then according to uh uh I think it was the White House was that they did wouldn't even entertain giving whaling up. Like they're like, no, it's it's one and according to them they said it's the one for one or it's none. And so they had to make the decision of okay, we can at least bring one home. Um, because I know some people have been knocking them, like, hey, we didn't get that now. Listen again. I think this shit is so much bigger than us that we'll never understand. But could we have given somebody else? Sure, I agree. But but what? But so so my thing is like, why her? When we talk about this, when when she got arrested initially, we talked about this on this show, and I'm like, yo, you fucked up. Do you deserve to 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 spend whatever the hell the sentence was over there? No, like in my opinion, right. Right. In my opinion, no, you don't you don't deserve the sentence that, that, that you got. However, you're 
like this is not your first rodeo. Like you you've played there before. You know what the rules are in that country. And if you don't follow those rules, then there's consequences. I don't understand how because you're sort of a high profile individual in the United States that you get essentially like uh um you know, I guess Kim Kardashian would get the same fucking treatment if she got arrested over there for some vape pipe. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Brittany Griner is is a basketball player. That's it. Yeah. And so, and and it's not even on a on a on a level. And and again, we he, we in this country have put athletes on such a fucking pedestal. Um, and 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 I'm guilty of that as well. But fuck, man, like you play basketball and you made a mistake, like you, you broke a rule in another country and you got arrested. Like, I don't understand how the government at the highest level gets involved in that. Dude, how many Americans are prisoners abroad because they broke similar rules in like Asian no countries? No one fucking knows them. No one knows, bro. That's no it, one knows. Bro. And that's what it is. And I, I and again, I understand that. Dude, by the way. Worst trade since the Broncos gave up two first round picks for Russell Wilson. <laughs> Gotta be right. I hated that you're right. <laughs> Broncos gave up two firsts, Drew Locke, a, a second, a fourth. <laughs> the first born. Biden might be the worst GM in it. <laughs> Dude, I don't. I used to like Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've been puffing my chest for months now because I've been saying Russell Wilson is overrated for the years. We've been saying that. Shit. Anyway, the um, yeah, man, I don't agree. I, so here's the thing: I, I agree with you want to free as many Americans. I think on principle. I also think this is so much more complex than we'll ever understand. I think there's so many things that happen behind the scenes that and and, and uh, on the global scale that sort of. I think this world is super fucking fragile. Like, I think the difference between someone pressing a nuke button is literally could be a basketball player right now. Like, just today. So, like, I like to think that there's a lot of shit that I don't know that went into this decision. Um, because I'd have to, yes, Brittany Griner is high profile and she makes the news. And also, what's the message to Americans if you go... Bro, y'all keeping like y'all. You guys are gonna let Russia do this? I think as citizens, because we know her now. If you plastered Whalen all over the news all the time and said this guy's there, this guy's there, I think we would go. Especially, I would think the military would go. Yo, that's one of us, man. We serve, and you have him there, but he doesn't get the TV time. He doesn't get the social media time. He doesn't get the CNN, you know, right. headline. So like, or the Fox News headline, and and I think. It's funny, man, because I, I was watching these media outlets like report on it and knock the administration for like saving Brittany Griner. And I agree because there's a lot of people in this country who are fucking in jail for weed who should be let go. Like if you're going to go trade dangerous assets for that, then did, go free the ones here. Didn't Biden free them people? He did some, right? He well, did some, well, right? well, he 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 took out the uh, what was it? The, the he, he cleared their records and yeah, there was something. But. I also blame these same media outlets because you're not giving coverage to Whalen. You're giving coverage to Brittany Griner. Like, this is on you. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, if you gave coverage to the nobodies, 
then this would be at the forefront because I think we will all feel that way. We would all go, well, fuck, man, I'm a normal guy. I could go travel to Singapore or Russia or whatever and get arrested for a vape pen for, you know, what? what's the thing that could get you caught, man? Could it be a blade? Could it be a shaving razor? Could it be, you know, like, we don't know. Any of so those things. It could be any of those things. World Cup. Could it be Qatar? What do you bring into there that's elite? You know, like, it could be anything, but none of us are high profile enough, and these media outlets who are the same ones criticizing aren't going to cover us, and they're the same reasons why Britney gets out is because they're covering her 24-7 and they're talking about her 24-7 and they're doing and so like while i agree that she she's just a basketball player and we shouldn't have freed that because we do the same shit to people here and so we're sort of hypocrites for doing this i also understand that her platform and the the platform that we gave her and continue to give her is is what allows her to be freed over whaling because listen man whaling is news this week next week no one's tweeting about whaling and he'll spend another 10 years there, possibly, and we'll just forget about it. And, and, I, and I guarantee you, the next time it'll come up will be during the elections. I think that's, and that's all it is. And it's, that's the thing. So, like, so like did freeing Brittany Griner just gain him, maybe gain Biden votes? You know what I mean? Like, is, like, like what does that say when you bring her back? Does that just go in your favor? And it's, and it's not, I mean... It's past election time for the, at least the midterm elections, and you're still two years out before before the presidential election, which I don't think you should run anyway, but that's besides the point. What does this buy you? I think I think it does both, right? Like, I think it does buy you votes, right, from your people, but I think it also loses you some. Because if, like, like if I'm you and I'm a former military member, I'm going, yo, man, this guy served this country. He's not important to you. Like... I think that would weigh into my decision about who I vote for. Now, this is a long-ass conversation that we have to say for another episode, but I also think <laughs> in the current climate, whether we want to admit it or not, like Biden's boring and we, you know, he snoozes off and we can make fun of that. I think we low-key like it. I think we, 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 um, to use the Joe Rogan thing of like when, when we elected Trump and Barack was president, I think we dated a whore for so long that we kind of liked the girl that you can take home to mom right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, Oh, at least the one that was yeah, sleep during the yeah. day. Have you ever heard that bit from Joe Rogan where he goes, like, we've been dating the sensible, calm girl that you can bring home to mom. And that was Barack. Right. And he goes, and now we're ready for a whore. And we want to drive the top down <laughs> in the Corvette. I'm paraphrasing, but that's sort of right, like what right, the right. bit is about. I go, I think we're kind of liking the sensible calm. Like, like even I think people who are anti Biden go, yo, we're not hating each other right now. We're not slinging shit at each other on the thing. Like, it's kind of quiet. That was a fucking rough four years. Like, we all hated each other for four years, depending on who you voted for. I think low key, we're all going, yeah, man, it's kind of quiet. This dude's not all there, but shit's but peaceful it. right yeah, now. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, man. I don't know what it does for him because I think it does. It is something that he can tout come election time, but I also think it works in both directions because I also think there's a big group of people who would go, yeah, but what about the normal? You know, it's always, the, you know how they always go, Joe the plumber. You know, like the average Joe, I think it's the average Joe goes, I'm not Brittany Griner. I'm not, you know, whatever. Like, I, I, I'm not somebody who, who plays basketball or whatever or is famous. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I don't know about that one, man. I mean, yeah, she's home. Like, I'm, I'm sure she's happy to be home. I'm sure her family's, her family, sure, her, good for her, her, yeah. her wife and right is, is all happy that she's home. Good for her. Follow the fucking rules when you travel next time. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, yeah. Don't be an idiot next time. Yeah, because could we have traded this guy for Whalen? Yeah, like, don't don't make us choose between you and another person that we des- we think deserves to be yeah, home more than you. For fucking real, dude. I don't understand why. 
again, and this is why I think, dude, I was, that uh, this is like, uh, this is why I think there's so much bigger than what we, we could possibly understand and comprehend. You know how you, like, you hear of the deep state all the time. It's yep. like the people who actually run the country. I go like, I believe in that because I think there's so much that happens that we don't know. We don't want to know. Um, because we just get to live our comfortable lives day to day and we really don't want to these decisions. I was watching, um, I was listening to a podcast with, um, you know, John Stewart, who you, you, you know, John Stewart leans heavily left. Yeah. Like yeah. we know that, but he had a great podcast with Condoleezza Rice and Hillary Clinton. Okay. So former secretaries of state, opposite parties. And it was so great to, um, and I know people were upset because they felt like he wasn't as hard on them as he could. Okay. But what I loved was he would, he would bring up a scenario or bring up a story, bring up a question. And they would start to explain it. And, you know, you could tell he wanted to jump in, but they would go like, no, no, let me finish. Like, like, yes, on the outside, you saw this, this and this. Here's what was going on behind the scenes. And these are things that I guess that are just allowed to talk about now because they're, they're right. public record. And like, this is going on. This is going on. This is going on. And just to see his face go, huh? Oh. Like, I didn't know. But I think what made it even better is that you have Condoleezza Rice on there and that you have Hillary Clinton and Condoleezza Rice is going like, yeah, and then this happened and Hillary's going and they're like defending each other. Like, yeah, you have to make this decision and people don't know this. And then you have to and you're like, oh, you guys are are enemies, quote unquote. Right. You're on the opposite side of the aisle, but you had the same job. You had the same. And on on one, they're like, yeah, I didn't envy you for that one. And yeah, like and it was like they understood the decisions that had to they had to make that were tough, man. Right. And and no matter what you do, you're dividing the country 50 50. Right. Because half the people aren't going to be happy with what you did but it was so fascinating to hear the you know these like yeah like this and i got knocked and yes on the surface it sounds bad but here's what you don't know and what's going on behind the scenes like if i did this this would happen this this would happen this this would happen and so we had to make the choices like what's the least collateral damage or what's the least you know and it was it was such a fascinating conversation man like i i hadn't finished it the whole way through and the, the parts that i did get through i'm like wow man that was like because one of those like i didn't want to just listen to and while i was doing something right because it was so like interesting like, i found myself stopping attention. i wanted to pay attention and i i love that it was two people and i think that's what gave it to me um I, I think made it made it. Uh, 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 I trusted it more because it was two different opinions, two different people who did the job too, and they were almost defending each other. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, you had to. Oh man, you got that one. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, and you're talking about people who who like, you know, Condoleezza Rice was there for 9/11. Uh, Hillary Clinton was there for the um, uh, uh, what do you who call that? Benghazi and uh, Barack. So she, was, she, she was, served for Barack. Yeah. So, you know, so she's there for like the Benghazi stuff. And she's there for, um, there was another big one that, that she was there around. And, and obviously Condoleezza Rice, right? During war and, and 9-11 and, you know, all this other shit that happened. Like, it was like they're experienced uh, secretaries of state and they have these, again, these opposite parties. But they had to make the exact same decisions for the well-being of the country in this sort of like socio-political climate that we'll never understand like these right. things that we'll never and then, understand and then there's only certain things that leak out in the media yes and then and then we as the consumers of that are making decisions based on limited data yeah and then it depends on the channel we watch right because if you watch That's cnn right. they're giving you this slant and if you watch fox they're giving you this slant and so we're never fed you know again it's affirmation at this point it's never information and so you're just being fed whatever the narrative is for the side that wants you con- wants to convince you that their side is right, and then but when you're hearing them talk, you're like, yeah, that is a shitty decision, and then sometimes you're like, yeah, I still disagree, but you've done this, you know, you had all these things, and so you made that decision. I don't have to agree with your decision, but you were well informed, you know, and and sort of it's a reasonable. I can see how you got there. It wasn't like a political like oh left right. It's like. 
no, this shit's real. Yep. And this is what was going on. And I had to make this call right or wrong. Like maybe like hindsight's 2020 and all of these things. Right. So yeah, it was a fascinating conversation, man. And so like, I wonder with things like the Brittany Griner thing, understanding that like the political climate right now where you know there's shit's going on in ukraine and all this other stuff like how much of this is things that we don't know maybe even things where we're going we got to get one out of there right now because shit's about to pop off or we don't know what they'll do like you know so like or there's another play for whaling in there somewhere or did whaling do something else that we're not aware of or did you know like right. i just think and that's not to say that he did i'm just saying there's just so much i think that we don't know yep. that i i can't while on the surface it looks like i can't believe you would save the basketball player i'd like to think that there's a lot of shit there that i don't know that's going on yeah and i don't i don't fault them for for not getting the you know the former marine um I have no idea, as most of us, uh, I have no idea what what he did to to you know to, to go to jail yeah, over there. Point. I don't either. I no fucking clue. I just go, why would you trade an arms dealer for a basketball? Player? Which, by the way, he's twelve years into like a twenty five year sentence. Correct. So he wasn't here so he for life anyway. Like, right. He served like half his term. He served like half his term. And which maybe is what that we was let it. people go out here anyway. Yes. I was gonna <laughs> say, and maybe that was it, right? Maybe, maybe you go like, ah, he served half his term. Fuck it. Like. The the you know the the maybe the 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 positive publicity that we'll get from this you know will be will be good. But again, and so people go like, oh, go back to who dealing it arms. It's like right. you don't think we're watching this guy now, right? You don't think this guy gets a bullet to the and, head and he tries to go do something? And not for nothing, the dude is like in his I want to say in his mid to late fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at some point, you gotta go, eh, like I'm done with that. Listen, he's a Russian hero now. He probably doesn't have to do that anymore. Right. I'm sure he goes back and lives a pretty comfortable life because he's gonna be looked at as a uh, as a hero where he's from, like or a traitor. I don't know. Maybe they think he told us shit that he wasn't supposed to. Like who knows? I don't uh, know what his relationship yeah. is like. But yeah, man. I, I again, I'd like you know, I'd, I'd like to think that the that the sentence and how much he served and all this shit, like all of it, all information that I don't have played into it. And if it's true that they're going, yo, we tried, they said absolutely not, and the conversation stalled and it became a, it's either this one for one or none of them, and you're going, I'm willing to give up this guy because I, maybe the threat level is really low and I'd rather get her back because it's, you know, it's an American, it's a high profile American, it's a, you know, whatever it is, it's like, I get it because if somebody goes, yo, if you're, if you're, if you're negotiating with Putin or whoever you're negotiating with on the Russian side and they go, no, it's this or none. What are you saying back? Oh, nah. I'm yeah, not giving nah. you this guy, keep her. Like, I guess you could, you but could. then you got to go back to the American people and go, you know, like, yeah, they offered blah, blah, for so and so, then not worth it. Like, yeah, you're going to have your people who are going to go, yeah, man, she's not worth the arms dealer, but most people are going to go, oh, it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. You're fucked either way. Yeah, you're fucked either way. And you're, and you're old and falling asleep. So Listen, bro, cares? and knowing. All this weird shit that happens, like you seen World Cup, motherfuckers are dropping dead left Dude. and right. I refuse to believe that shit is a coincidence. The only one I saw, so first of all, World Cup today um, at just before 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, my son comes out of the room, puts on the main TV in the living room, which he doesn't typically do unless he's going to watch something with, with, with his mother or myself. Um, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, I'm going to watch Argentina. And I'm like, well, shit. So I go over there, man. He puts it on. He asks me what channel is on. I tell him. And, I, and I'm and i like, dude, if you're going to watch this, 
you got to put on like the surround sound because you got to watch it like you're in the freaking state, <laughs> yeah. right? So I get it. It's all it's all loud. I'm I'm working, but I don't have any any calls. So I'm like, yeah, man, put it on. And he was thoroughly entertained. And it's one of those games where they actually scored some goals. Oh, it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't like a three. one nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? He scored three goals. Argentina won. Um, but each time something happened, like he was super into it. He's coming back over and telling me about it. So. Yeah, that was that was that was like, it was different, and I'm not I'm not into soccer, but it was different. It was exciting to see the excitement in him for those games. Dude, as you like not into soccer, when you watch someone like Lionel Messi, does he look different to you than everybody else on the field? Like, do you can you like spot that and go, man, that guy is different? Like, that's oh yeah, you can tell like who's like the 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 better athlete, yeah. right? But I also go. That dude's about five nine. He's so small. <laughs> no, he's not. Bro. He's not, dude. Messi's like five seven, five six. He's yeah. small, bro. They call him the flea. Like La Pulga is like yeah, his nickname. Yeah. He's tiny, bro. He's tiny, tiny. Like he might be five six, five seven, something like that. Like he's small. The guy's skilled. Though, he's man. a that guy is fucking skilled animal, bro. Dude, there's this, this, two this is his last opportunity, right, to win World Cup. Yeah, you would. I mean, you would. He could play he? again, but he's pushing forward. You would think okay, by the time okay, the next yeah, one comes yeah, around, I think he's thirty seven, something like that. So yeah, so you go for. 41 so you go 41 time. 42 whatever like i don't know what like where he's at right now but you go okay realistically it's his last shot at one and i would say this is the best i've seen him play in a world cup and i know they were in the final in 2014 they lost to germany Ooh, um okay. so it isn't his first finals and, and he played well but the knock on messi was he didn't have any goals in the elimination rounds in the semifinals the quarterfinals and all that he's had what like five he's had two or three goals. He has five in the total in the World to- Cup, the, right. but he's had like two now, I think, in the, two or three now in the elimination game, right. which is like he's answered that. But more importantly, man, I don't know if you've seen the passes he's made in the last two. There was a pass in the last game that he made. Dude, there's five dudes defending him in the box, and he gets off this fucking pass without looking. That you, it, It's like very like Patrick Mahomes, I guess, in ways that we can understand, where it's the no look, just toss, like He did how? one this Yeah, it's like... He pulls off this pass, and I'm not a soccer like I don't understand soccer strategy and all that stuff. I enjoy watching it. I will watch like Premier League and, and La Liga and all that stuff. I, I, but I don't understand it that much. But I watch him, and I, and I'm just like, how the fuck does he make? Like he's made passes. Even today, he made that pass from uh, what the I call under the guy's. Oh legs? my god, man! He as make, they're as they're running, and it's purposeful. Like like yeah. if you watch him, he does that shit all the time really? and you go it's not a coincidence he's not getting lucky like yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. he looked like a, a a basketball player going baseline on that one and then he passes and you just go you're so crippled as a goalie because you're like do I run at Lionel Messi and then he just like he doesn't even have to beat you by scoring he's just gonna find the guy yeah. through this weird hole it's just and crazy, I didn't even man. see it until they put it in slow motion oh my god man he made yeah right because it, it happens so it's quick so that quick. you're just like how and if you look at his face man he doesn't even look up like he's sitting there and he's like looking down in that slow motion he just kicks it he doesn't even look at where the ball's going but he knows this guy's there yeah, yeah. it's just uh, it, that guy man I watch him and I'm like yeah that's different that's just like and he just seems like a nice dude he does. So so you just it's, it's hard not to root for him. Dude, and I look at him at, <laughs> I'll never forget, man. It was like years ago. Like I I follow uh FC Barcelona a lot. So I was, I watch Messi play a lot. So I try to watch as many of their games as I could. And um I remember like when I was first getting into it, I was watching him and I go, "The ball looks like it's on a tether attached to his feet." It was the weirdest shit in the world because I go, really? "The guy's going full speed and he's keeping control." 
and he's like, you know, like you know, in basketball, you get like a Steph Curry and they're or like a Kyrie Irving, and they're just shaking everybody up, and they're doing through, and their handles are just ridiculous. It's like he does that shit, but with his feet, and it's just so crazy. And he gets by three defenders, and you're just like, the ball looks like it's attached to him, like it's yeah. just so crazy to get that. And then and then he goes off and he scores on like a like the softest, most like you're just looking at it, you're going, yeah, that, nobody looks like that on the field. Like it's just so crazy to watch, and I'm so glad that he's made it this far. I was hoping Ronaldo would get there because how epic would it be to have potentially their last World Cups because Ronaldo is I think 39 or something like that he's pushing 40 so this is, should be his last chance at this man if Portugal would have gotten in and you get a Portugal-Argentina final it would have been crazy Yeah, been but I am rooting for uh, fuck I hate to say it. I, I'm rooting for France to get in uh, because my my brother lost French say, you, and I've been yeah, partial, yeah yeah I am because of the family biased. so I so I am rooting for France in that aspect but it's going to hurt, man. In the final, I, I want to see Messi get one, man. I want to see the greatest player of this generation, you know, him and Ronaldo, and potentially the greatest player of all time, yeah. just get a World Cup. Like, it, it, it's just... Because I, I, in soccer, I think the World Cup is like what the NBA title is to NBA players, right? Like, yeah, you could win championships in your league, and you can win the Champions League, right. and you can do that. I think the World Cup cements your legacy in soccer. And so, like, it'll always be the... But you didn't win a but World Cup. But you never Cup. won. Yep. Yeah. And and the World Cup is that. So, man, if I if Messi or at least you know we live in this, uh, uh, we've sort of gotten to live through this weird, really cool time in soccer, like we did for tennis. And I know like these aren't big sports, but like we got spoiled where we got to see the greatest tennis players of all time and Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, you know all these guys at the same time. Yep. And I feel like soccer gave us the same thing. You got you got uh, Ronaldo and you got Messi and you got Neymar and you're getting Mbappe and you're getting all these guys. You got Wayne Rooney. You had all these people, uh, 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 Harry Kane, at the same time who are going to be generational talents. Um, and Ronaldo and Messi are, so, are in that conversation for greatest of all time. Right. It's just a, a, a like, I don't know, man. It's just so cool to see. So I hope he definitely gets hit. Yeah, man. That's dope. But to go back to how you saw this conversation... People fucking dying over there. Left and so, right, bro. That so, shit is not a coincidence, I've bro. I've only seen. <laughs> so you gotta tell me, man, because I've only seen the one. There was like a. There was a reporter that went over to guitar and he wore like a. I don't know, like like a rainbow shirt, you know. And you know they don't. They do not agree with that shit over there. And the guy turns up dead. Who else has done, dude? And then there's been two other like journalists and or like. Uh, Are they all journalists? Yes, bro. Uh, that shit is not a coincidence. They've all dropped dead suddenly. They've free all gotten speech ain't free. Nope. Um, I refuse to believe that shit is a coincidence, bro. No, refuse, dude. Refuse because they punish their own people over listen, there, man. And respect in that in that area. Yeah, I'm not saying Qatar, but I'm just saying in that in that part region. of the world. Yeah. Yes, dude. And listen, uh, you know, uh, much love and peace to their family and all that stuff. And like, 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 you know, horrible, horrific what's happened to them. I know these guys have families and they, that yeah, have absolutely. to deal with this, but I just, you know, I go back to when the World Cup started. I just refuse to believe that three people have suddenly died, like from heart attacks. This guy was complaining about like bronchitis, like symptoms, and they're like, "Oh, he had bronchitis." I'm like, "How many people, you know, die from bronchitis?" And especially what he's a 49, 48 year old. He's a young guy. He's in shape. Like if you see him, it's not like I don't know, man. I I just refuse to believe that this shit's coincidental. Um, especially when you get three journalists. Uh, I think one of them was a cameraman or something. Maybe I, I can't okay. remember, but it's definitely three people in the media space. Um, 
I'm just not buying it, man. I I, I just don't buy it. I it, it's I I hope I'm wrong. I hope that this is a. I mean, either way, you can't bring these guys back, right? But uh, yeah, man, that this shit's just odd. Um, like you said, things are different in that part of the world, man. So yeah, dude, I don't I don't see how I don't see how those guys like. When you're going over to another part of the country, and this kind of goes back to the Brittany Griner thing as well. When you are going into other countries, especially in parts of the world where the cultures are so different and what is ex- what is accepted is so different. And then for you to go over there and kind of uh, display your, and I'll just call it your American ideology it's like, yo, that shit is not accepted everywhere. And this is a and few months get, ago and, for him. And people just don't, and a lot of people in other countries don't give a fuck about you. Dude, and this was a, what he did, what, you, what you're referring to, what he did with the shirt was a few months ago, right? It wasn't even recent. Um, it was a few months ago at a different soccer tournament that he mm-hmm. covered and all that. But people don't forget, bro. Like, And they're going to bring this up. This, um, I think his last name is Wall, the guy you're talking about. Um, fuck, I can't think of his first name. But he's, dude, he's also... He's also the one is who covered Grant, LeBron. Is it, is it Grant, Grant Wall. Wall. Yes. He he did the big story on LeBron in high school coming out and he followed okay. him and stuff. So he's a very like well known sports reporter, right? Like so uh, uh, a journalist that did these big stories. And I think the the one on LeBron is probably one of the bigger ones that comes to mind was he did a lot of the big LeBron stories when he was coming out of um Akron. But I don't know, man. Like you said, coincidentally the people who have sort of something that is sort of against um the who have i guess very strong western um beliefs and and ideologies ideologies and all that stuff are dropping dead like I, yeah i'm just not buying it man uh, yeah i'm just not buying it hopefully Listen, i'm y'all wrong wanna, y'all want to go over there and watch the world cup by all means go do that but uh keep that shit to Listen, yourself i'm in for the next one man i've always wanted the world cup's been on my yeah i've been lucky enough to cross but a lot of things off time, right it is it's north america next time uh mexico uh canada u.s and then i think all the the semifinal quarterfinal and final is all in the u.s um so I, i'm definitely gonna try to go i would actually like to go when i do it i would want to see it in another country Probably not out there, but I would want to see it, you know, yeah, yeah. somewhere else. Anywhere uh, but the Middle Yeah, give East. me a Brazil. <laughs> give me, yeah. Give me Brazil. Give me Japan. Give me something like that. Um, but that's on my sports bucket list, man, I, I, uh, is, is a World Cup match. Uh, it just, and it just even watching it on TV, man, the energy. You said, uh, you were mentioning earlier that you were seeing people crying. Um, oh, yeah. Dude, can you imagine even before the game? Even over. before the game's over, but can you imagine like the way I think of this is like you like we're both like football fans, right? And you, you root for the Bears, I root for the Titans. It's like, but can you imagine if they're shot at the Super Bowls every four years, and then it then they don't make it right, and you know, and they're getting eliminated, and then now you have, no, you have to wait another four years. It, but it but like it's like that. I never thought about that. But there's That's this true. pride that comes right in the world, like soccer, is like people because group for it's, teams. It's the whole country. It's a country, man. It's like you know, it's like uh, we don't have that for the Olympics. Like we don't care that much. But World Cup for countries that love soccer, it's so meaningful. Like uh, to win that, but and then it only comes around every four years. It's devastating, right? You you get eliminated. So I can see that, and I love that about sports, man. That we just get so into it. You know, you were saying earlier that like. You know, like that, like how we get with sports is just—it's stupid. It's stupid. And then since the beginning of time, like we were talking off air about how it's been a form of getting us sort of like entertained and distracted right. and all this stuff. It fucking works. It works, like, bro. It works, man. There's, and we—it only works. We love it. 
We love, yeah, we like the distraction. <laughs> we, we, what's the Colin Cowherd line? Nothing makes smart guys stupider than pretty women in sports. And it's so fucking true. It's, it's, it's so true, man. Like, I, I always, I call myself a basic bitch man because I'm into like the stereotypical man shit yeah. where I'm like, yeah, let me watch fucking sports all day. You know, I, I, I'll grunt, you know, whatever, do the, like, the shit. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm so that. I could watch sports all day and like this time of the year I go Sunday like I'm looking forward to Sunday already I go I get to wake up and watch the World Cup final I get to watch the NFL football you know like on some Sundays it's like oh it's F1 it's I'm like I'll have three things on at the same time like I love that shit you're not gonna do anything else nothing bro just that speaking of Colin Cowherd man I I, I watch him not every day but uh, typically during my lunchtime I'll watch him maybe an hour or so he had Darren Sproles on the other day the worst interview. What? Ever. Darren Sproles is horrible. Really? Dar- you talk about little Darren Sproles. Little Darren Sproles running back. It's always the little people, bro. He Run- under 5'9". I keep trying to tell y'all, man. <laughs> I don't trust no men under 5'9". Running five, back nine. for what? He played for the Eagles. He played for the Chargers. Yeah. Eagles, Saints? Chargers. Saints? Ooh, you're right. right? Yes. Saints? Yes, Saints. Yep. Anyway, great running back. Um, I don't know if he'll make, yeah, the, phenomenal, Hall- I don't know if he'll make the Hall of Fame or not, Um, but but, you know... His NFL career was phenomenal. Anyway, Colin had him on for the last segment, and 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 I know Colin was glad that shit was the last segment. Yeah, this dude was like, a Colin, and, and and you know Colin when when he talks, it's just kind of like a normal dude. He asks yeah. normal questions. Nothing, you know, nothing that 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 requires like too much thought. And this dude was struggling, bro struggling to to like answer like basic questions but like when you say struggling just Strug- like i don't know man like he would he would ask him so um, like uh could like uh yeah yes that's what i was thinking <laughs> of bro <laughs> <laughs> so want is in an impersonation of what the fuck was that guy's name chris johnson chris johnson if you guys ever seen him look up chris johnson interview if you if you never seen chris johnson in an interview but he is like a southern like hood black dude that barely speaks english i played with chris johnson in high school like in that that same like i played uh he was probably nasty in high school oh he was ridiculous it was stupid it was was so stupid like you watched him play and you went we don't belong on the same field as him no it was so dumb bro i remember playing and going like yeah that guy i don't belong on the same field as that guy i might have quit right after that (laughs) but that man bro you would talk and um yeah and and listen (laughs) now now darren Sproles wasn't he was you could understand him he just couldn't answer the question. Couldn't articulate anything. Now, what do you think that is? Do you think it was an education thing? Do you think it was like a head injury thing? Do you think it was just he was disinterested? Do you think it was like Colin's definitely, questions are boring? Like, what do you no, think? No, definitely not disinterested. Um, I don't think it was a a, a, a a vocabulary barrier. I don't think it's anything like that. I think that I think that he was perhaps overthinking the question okay and trying to come up with some answer and instead it was just like trap it was just trap was he like you know how there's some people in the interviews where they get and they try to use words that they clearly never use in their everyday vernacular no because he would he would go well you know it was like um you know uh uh like um you know like they told us to run the ball And then, yeah, and then we just did that. You know, it was like that. It was like that kind of answer. Coach said run the ball, so I just <laughs> run the ball. And coach, coach been right all the time. So coach gave me the ball, and I just ran the ball. And then we scored. Whoop, whoop. It was like that. And I think, I think if I'm not uh, mistaken, 
He is um, on staff. I don't know if it's for the Eagles, but he's on staff on NFL team as like a scout. I say, I wonder, did he get boredom? Do you think he just wanted to get it over dude, with? Dude, the, the, the session, the 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 or the segment was really short. <laughs> yeah, it, it was wasn't supposed end. to be. <laughs> yeah, it was like the last ten minutes. Bro, that shit and was I pre-recorded go, at the bro. beginning, and they went fuck that. Yeah, that shit on at the. Yep. And I know I, I was like, my wife was watching it with me, and she's like, "Who is this guy?" And I'm going, "Wow, man! Like he was an amazing NFL player." I go, but who? I'd be man, this is go the back last time that and he'll play go. like uh, uh, post game press conferences to see if he was always. Maybe he's not a good, good public speaker, no, like nervous. Maybe. Like I'd be curious to see what he does because you know we always had those guys who like co- coach said run the ball, so I ran the ball, and then they said like pick it up when they hand it off, and Drew handed it off, so I just ran it, and then <laughs> <laughs> he's saying the most obvious shit. You're just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of one of those, and, oh. and it was sort of like like reaching for words and stuff, and I'm just like. Fuck, man. Like, he's asking you about your time in the NFL. You should have stories for days. Oh, my God, bro. You know who was who I liked? Uh, uh, the Manning Cats had Adam Vinatieri on yesterday. Oh, dude. So, I didn't see I didn't see that piece. I did see when they had on uh, Joe Burrow. It was, oh. It, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, Joe Burrow. They were they were making fun of... They played that video of the girl who was obsessed with him, who was crying. That, that shit was funny. That one, and they they showed the... Remember the, the, the cigar smoking? But the cigar, yeah, but to your point, Joe Burrow was boring. He was boring. He yeah. was boring. And normally I like him, but you can tell he's being very careful on mm-hmm. what he says now. Like, he's very measured, and he's very, like, media-friendly, media-trained. Correct. I would say that it's people have told him... Don't say, don't say that shit. Yeah. yeah. So you could tell he's like, thinks everything through is well thought out. He's not like, where like you get some guys who are so entertaining in that space, man. They're so good. I love when they have the comedians on there. Oh my God. Like they had Keegan Michael uh, uh, Key yeah. um, yesterday during that shit. And I thought he was funny. Um, but the, when they had Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri, he was he was an odd, interesting dude. I don't remember him being like that. But it's cool stories because obviously Peyton played with him, and then he had cool stories about Belichick, about Brady, about Peyton, oh, about good. so you know it's like a guy who's been around, um, like even Pat McAfee who has a massive you know following now on a big podcast and all that stuff. So like he had some some cool stories. That he was interesting to listen to. That's good. Um, and Keegan Michael Key was, but like yeah, Joe Burrow was just kind of like you go, oh okay, you're he he was very Tom Brady esque, you know. 15 years ago with Tom Brady 10 15 years ago would be like oh we're on to New England or on to the Jets now you know like the right. very Belichickian thing like where it was like oh uh, yeah when I talk about that we're on you know we're, we're playing the Jets next week it was just like you couldn't get anything out of him it yeah. wasn't I like Brady now Brady be talking shit even even Aaron Rodgers man for as as disconnected and as like Aaron Rodgers one of those guys where you go read the fucking room bro like he just doesn't get it I feel like at least he tells you like I feel like the answers are him. They're not media trained because yeah. sometimes they're so bad where you're like, bro, are you this self-absorbed? Like, <laughs> but at least you go, I'm getting you. You know yes. what I mean? Like, True. yeah, I'm getting you're an asshole. You're dry. You're condescending. Your thing, but I'm getting you. I'll take it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I, I thought I thought Joe, but I, w- I was looking for like the 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 Joe Cool persona. Yeah, 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 same. I, I and I didn't that. and I didn't get that yesterday because I like him, and half of the reason I like him is his swagger. Yeah, like he talks shit. I like his like you know like he he goes and um. I don't know, man. It, that and the humbleness that comes with him. Like, uh, I, I rewatched his um, Heisman speech the other day, and I forgot how good that was, man. And and like how he, yeah, I missed um, that. Oh man, he like one of the things that stuck with me, man, was how emotional he got talking about uh, Orgeron, uh, Ed, oh, the, the head coach, yeah, and he yeah. was just like, man, I hadn't played in three years, man, and you 
gave me the keys to like one of the you know greatest football programs you know of all time like you know LSU and then he even pleads with LSU to go you guys don't give him a lifetime contract you're stupid and Orgeron gets fired like a year later or yep. whatever it is but um, and then Orgeron tells yeah. that story where he's like <laughs> they came in and they told me uh, you got 17 million dollars from your contract but uh, we don't want you anymore and he's like y'all still gonna pay me my 17 million where's the door <laughs> Y'all can keep my shit. <laughs> I'll buy a new one. <laughs> Ed, you left your kid in the office. <laughs> you can have him. You can have him. <laughs> I got more kids where that came from. <laughs> Give me the crawfish. He's like, bro, that guy, man. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I would have expected that too, man. I was disappointed that that uh, you said Burrow wasn't as entertaining. I felt like, I'm like, oh, you're you're that media you're train, trained, Burrow. Bro. Now. You're the yeah, franchise you're now. Yep. You're, you're trained. I'm like, okay. Like, okay, I go, good for him. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I go, good for you. But yeah, it's just not entertaining. Yep. Oh, man. It's, all right, man. I know we going bro, over we're time. Bro, we're hour got? 20 in this video. Yeah? Yeah, man. Oh, we thought shit. we weren't going to be that long, man. Fuck, man. What do we even get to? We touched on two things. All right, fuck it, man. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Tell them where they can find us. Woo. Listen, if you are not already following us at the Carbon Football Podcast on IG, the Carbon Football Podcast on uh, what uh, IG on YouTube, um, at Carbon uh, FP on at Carbon FP Pod on Twitter, and then everywhere where uh, you like to listen to your music and your podcast. So Spotify, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher. Uh, Geo Savin Ghana, Amazon Music. Yo, if you if we're on your Spotify, like year in review in the top, like share it with us. That'd be dope. Uh, I know some people have already showed me that we're in their top listening to for the year. Oh, that's no, their top three, top five, top whatever. I mean, the fact that we even made the list is crazy to me. The fact that you guys even spend a minute listening to us is crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like listening to me for a minute, so it's wild. <laughs> so we really do appreciate you guys, man. This is wild. Uh, uh, yeah, and anytime anybody, you know, I'll give people a time who go like, man, I listened this week, man. That was a good episode and no name something that they heard or whatever man it still trips me out um it, it, it's just cool man that you guys would take your uh i know how selective i am about what i listen to is pod and what i consume because i only have so much time yeah. And so the fact that anybody would choose to listen to us is is is, is awesome it, it's so cool man so thank you guys yeah absolutely and as always we appreciate you guys and and said it the best and we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.